Nick Hart from Backstreet Boys. Shout out to Boy Band Break. It's Chris Kirkpatrick here. Shout out to your podcast, Boy Band Break. Hey everybody, this is Howie D, and I'm listening to Boy Band Break. Hi, Ashley Parker Angel here. Huge shout out to the Boy Band Break podcast. This is Brad from LFO, and you are listening to Boy Band Break. Hey, what's up? This is Jacob. It's Dan. What's up? It's Trevor. And it's Eric Michael, and it's time for Boy Band Break, baby. Let's go! Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As mm. always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, aka Mama Lou. Welcome back, everybody. It feels so good to have us mm. all again. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> fearsome leader, please say the intro correctly. And at least you know your name as well. <laughs> Been doing this for like that's what I 227 <laughs> episodes. Yes, yes, it is like, hard to remember all those words in a, in a row. We had the intro for like the first few episodes, but it's literally been at least, yeah, 220 episodes. Yeah, so in case anyone is wondering, for the most part, the four of us are on this podcast, but occasionally Diane is not, or Sophia is not, or Lydia is not. I'm the only one. I've been. I'm the MVP, <laughs> yes. guys. I'm yes. the one attendance. who's been on every single episode. Yeah. Sorry if you hate. House of Commons attendance is yes. 100% this one. <laughs> Anyways, when Diane is off, she does the intro and the extro or outro. 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 And radio, we use both terms. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, regardless, Diane does it. So when she's not here, first of all, we either forget to decide who's going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Or um, we say it and then mess up. And then the other person, named Lydia, makes fun of us. So then we're like, oh, okay, Lydia, you do it. And then Lydia did it perfectly, but forgot her own name. Yeah. <laughs> Is it because normally you say your name last? Yes. And then you were like, shit, do I say Lydia yes. now? Yes. And then not Lydia. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, and I'm Lydia. <laughs> and then it was like, and then we said our parts, and then she's like, and Mama Lou. <laughs> it was very entertaining. And I meant to it say was... fearless leader, not fearful leader. You know what I meant to say. I think I said female, and our fearful leader. Or, and so, yes, fearless. Oh, I didn't even hear the fearful no, part. I, am I just heard leader. <laughs> Faithfully, I don't know. You know the word that I was trying. The sentiment fearless, I'm trying to fearless. Is there, fearless. Okay, okay. But I'm fearful, so that's fine. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to anyone who is new to this podcast. Um, we are not. Yeah, we do go on tangents. Oh, wow! Um, so, anyway, so yeah. So, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are Boy Band Break. We are a podcast that talks about boy bands. We are yes. So and uh, yeah. boy band adjacent. Boy too. band adjacent as well. Um, and yeah, so subscribe to us on YouTube. What does it look like? YouTube.com slash B. Oh, wow. B-O-Y-B-A-N-D-B-R-E-A-K. If you see on your screen now, this is our, this is not really a good I mean, example. that's it. Well, I mean, it, it is. is okay, that's not what we're okay, okay, hold on. Skipping ahead, friends. I know, I'm trying to get to the channel. Look at the channel. Isn't it gorgeous? Ooh, beautiful. No, no, yeah. don't let them hear that episode without watching. Wow, wow. Look at all this amazing content. Sometimes we randomly eat chicken. We've done that twice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why that is. You know, hate okay. chicken. You know, whatever. It is what it is. So. Okay. Anyway. Subscribe. It's free. We're yes. really not insane all the time. So there you go. There we go. Okay. Uh, anyways, so uh, 
I guess today's episode is yes. going to be mostly me talking. It will be, but, but we're going to pipe interject. in with stuff. Um, so obviously some sad news that we heard that Aaron Carter had passed away yeah. uh, at the end of November. Beginning mm-hmm. of November. Beginning of November. I think it was November 5th. Yes, because his birthday is December 7th. So it was, was, yeah, it was about a month before his birthday. Mm. Um, As of this moment, they have not officially got the toxology reports back and all that stuff. Um, But he did not die of drowning. He was in a bath. So they got back the thing and there was no water in the lungs. It was found in his bathtub, but it was not a drowning. Oh, um, yes. More question marks that will hopefully be answered. But they, um, they did cremate him, so I don't know how that's they, gonna... they do all those stuff before. They oh, oh, well then. It just takes a while. It's okay. not like it's not like the TV shows where they're not like, like oh, CSI, Miami. 30 seconds later, oh my god, they had all this and this rare obscure berry from yes. uh, Guatemala <laughs> has made its way into this thing which came from a bird that dropped it off at the crime scene. Like, you know, yes, so yes. it's not at all like the TV shows. Sucks, whatever. Thanks, Hollywood. Obviously, we know that Aaron went through a lot. TV ruins everything. It really does. Like, what's that one? Bones. She's like, has her little machine, and this like stuff pops up, and I'm like, mm. really? Like, you have all of this magic thing. I mean, I wish. Yeah, it's not. That's not real life. Yeah. Anyway, nice. so obviously he um had a lot of mental health issues and substance issues. abuse issues, and it finally came to a head one day. So. Yeah. Uh, very sad. Obviously, Aaron has a lot of fans, and he leaves friends. behind a son named Prince and a fiance named Melanie. Yes. Uh, anyways, okay. so uh, about a week after Aaron passed, his twin sister Angel um, decided that she wanted to do something. So she was looking around, and then she found this organization called On Our Sleeves, which has child uh, mental health. And then it was like ways you can help. So she went on there and she found a thing that said fundraise. So she's like, ah, I can do a fundraiser. So obviously Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys is also Angel's uh, brother. So mm-hmm. she reached out to him and Lance Bass is her friend and he has a um, nightclub. So that was the venue for it. So that's Heart WeHo. So then they decided to put together and get some um, other boy banders to come and kind of put on a tribute show. Yeah. So I'm going to show that page. And that is the wrong yep, button. Yep. And then share screen. Yep. That's one. And <laughs> tab. And then that one. Okay. Share. Okay. So if you can see that. Okay, yeah. You can there. see that. Okay. So yep. the event was called uh, Songs for Tomorrow. We'll go back to this page. So it was at Heart WeHo. Um, so that's in West Hollywood uh, on Wednesday, the 18th of January. So it says. Do you want me to read this part? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you drink this. On January 18th, Angel Conrad and Lance Bass will be hosting Songs for Tomorrow with proceeds benefiting On Our Sleeves, a movement for children's mental health at heart. Lance's new nightlife and music venue in West Hollywood, Cobb, California. Oh, yes. Okay. I thought that was the name of the Cobb? Who knows? This is Hollywood, baby. Uh, Inspired by the late twin brother Aaron Carter and his lifelong struggles with mental illness, Angel's mission is to honor the memory of her brother and open up an important and necessary conversation that the U.S. Surgeon General has called a national health crisis. At an early age, Aaron started showing symptoms of mental illness. Unfortunately, as is common for many individuals experiencing experiencing mental health difficulties, Aaron did not receive the treatment that could have helped him despite the tireless efforts of Angel and those who loved him. His life is a cautionary tale that 
and one that has inspired Angel to work with On Our Sleeves to raise awareness to help other families, giving them opportunities to write a different story. The goal of Songs for Tomorrow is to empower the attendees and beyond to learn how they can be part of the mission of On Our Sleeves to break the stigma around mental health and raise funds to support all kids with their mental health and wellness as they grow up. Uh, intimate gathering of thought leaders, influencers, and artists from across the in entertainment industry featuring a night of uplifting performances and appearances by Nick Carter, plus members of the Backstreet Boys, Lance Bass, plus members of NSYNC, O-Town, LFO, B. Howard, Ryan Cabrera, and many more to be confirmed. On Our Sleeves is a, on a mission to start national conversations, break stigmas, and educate advocates to understand and promote children's mental health throughout the U.S. To help the one in five kids living with mental health disorder and to help all kids with their mental health and wellness as they grow up. Support for on our sleeve initiatives such as classroom kits for teachers, conversation guides for parents, sports curriculums for coaches, workplace research and resources for learning parents, uh, working, working parents, sorry, uh, kid friendly videos for parents and educators and more. Uh, learn more how you can support by visiting onoursleeves.org. Can't make it to the show in person? We've partnered with Veeps to bring the show to you via a very special live stream event. Ticket proceeds will go directly to On Our Sleeves. For more information, visit songsfortomorrow.veeps.com. Okay, so that was that. Yeah. Uh, so that came up. Why are you not in the studio? Sorry, I leaned <laughs> okay. the wrong way. I couldn't see myself. I leaned the wrong way. Okay. 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 Uh, so anyways, it came up. I saw Nick and I saw Lance and I said, yes, I'm going. So then I immediately bought um, a VIP ticket because I'm like, if you're going to across the country, across the other country, you're not just going to get the general admission ticket. Might as well. Yeah. Might as well. I almost got like the table ones, but that was a lot more money that I felt I could use towards my flights. Yep. Um, and you get like alcohol and stuff and I don't really drink that much. Yeah. You did get toasts with the celebrities um and you got like special seating area mm. but uh i was like you know what i do ga that's my jam yeah yeah the seating area is not front. so they had like an upstairs balcony that had a bunch of tables and then a downstairs one. so yeah long story long short i'm just gonna so i i bought the tickets did not buy airfare or um a hotel mm -hmm. then approximately like three days through maybe less than a week before i was like ah i should probably buy airline tickets probably I was yeah. like, okay they're not too expensive i felt bad because i had just come back from vacation i didn't want to ask my boss for more vacation time but i was like you know what whatever special case um and then Sophia and couldn't come because uh again it was on a wednesday and yeah. they had work and they work with children and apparently the principals and owners of uh daycares and things uh, frown upon you leaving children unattended in the middle of the week. So and I had so, photo shoot and for Lydia my, uh, is now becoming an actor. I'm now an, an actor. So. Yes. So she had her stuff. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'm 40. <clears throat> I can just go by myself. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It was Nick, Lance, and O Town. And that's what sealed the deal for me. I was yeah. like, okay, well, well, uh, we're going to have that. It's a good combination. It's a good combination. So I was like, oh, and also, and honest to tell you the truth, honestly, I was also a big Aaron fan. Like Sophia and I have met Aaron a bunch of times over the years. We did like a couple of pizza meet and greets. We went to yes. New York City to see him in the Fantastics. Lydia went to one of the pizza meet and greets as well in yeah. uh, the States. We, yeah. Lydia and I went to a concert. That's right. Remember you had that sign? Yes, you made me that I sign. made Lydia a really cute sign. Um, yeah, the engagement yeah. sign. Yes, because yeah. Aaron had a song called them all about yeah. you. Yeah. So like Lydia was the huge Aaron I am, I'm still. Still from yeah. like... When she was a kid, like she took his garbage from a hotel, hotel and like McDonald's, right? The McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, so 
have know, binders like, full of stuff. Look, like, guys, if I had money and time, I would have gone to. But I, I did, I did literally eight photo shoots that day, and by the time I was finished, it was twelve thirty, and I'm like, I'm dying. Yes. So yeah, so I, I kind of yeah, I dropped the ball on that. But also, oh, I'm like, it was is necessary for my career to move no, forward, for sure. so I had to, I had to take that chance. So I'm sorry. Yes. I feel bad. AC, sorry, my guy. But yeah, so I know there's a lot of mixed feelings with certain Backstreet Boys fans and stuff about Aaron Carter. But at the end of the day, like I was, I was a fan of Aaron, and I felt bad, and I wanted to go to this memorial because I wanted to go. I'm so So I went. Whatever. Long story long. Got there like the day before. We ended up going to like the Walk of Fame the next day, so we took pictures with the Backstreet Boys uh stars and stuff i put my boy band break jacket down so with like all the stars and then we Cute. did like the wax museum and they were actually setting up outside of the what's it called groms chinese theater yeah that one they were setting up um a premiere for shotgun wedding with jennifer lopez oh nice so like super cool they had like a helicopter they had a zip line they had i was like whoa this is cool so i was like oh what time did the premieres happen and they're like six o'clock i'm like i will be at a concert so I'm dang gonna, so oh well i'm like ah. oh well so anyways it looked pretty cool so i guess if you live in la it's either very cool or very boring i don't know whatever. it's like oh another premiere another premiere yeah um, so uh the vip was supposed to start at 6 p.m california time which uh, i guess would be 9 p.m our time and then uh the what is they, the live stream started at 11 p 11 p.m eastern, eastern standard time yeah uh, so that's the time like sophia would watch it or yeah 8 p.m it didn't oh. really start till like 11 30 right because um yeah i thought so, it wasn't supposed to start it was originally at 11 i think it was started just before 11 30 because i know um what happens on the backstreet post at 11 30 is the start time like the day before or something yeah. anyways we get, I get this message from them, even though it said the meeting greet was at six. It's like the meeting greet is at five fifteen. You ah! need to be here. If you were a minute late, you will not be let in. Ah! Blah blah blah. So we're That's like crazy. Oh, and we're like, come on, this is like backstreet time. But okay, That's let's so let's play cool. So we go, um, and we're there at like five, and there's like a lineup of people. And even though they sent us a note saying you need to line up here, only the people who had like the VIP table tickets were on that side. We were on the other side. And there was another line for general admission people. Of course. But it was cool. And it was nice. I kind of ran into a bunch of um, Back to Boys fans that I we've seen at various events at other places. Yes, so I remember a majority of them. Yeah, so it was kind of nice to see a bunch of them. So, like, cool. I took pictures with everybody. Ran into some sync fans that were on either side of us. Uh, ran into a listener of our podcast. So that was very I was wearing the boy band break jacket. And then I had some business cards. So I was talking to these sync fans in front of me. And they were talking about like the 90s and boy bands and how much they love boy bands and all the other stuff. And I was like, well, if you like boy bands, here's a podcast. So I like hand out the cards and I handed it out uh, to this one girl. And she's like, oh, I listen to boy band break all the time. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. And then she was like, it took her second. And she looked, she's like, oh, wait, is this you? And I was like, yeah, it is. She's like, oh, you're in boy band break. I thought yeah. you were just a fan of boy band break. I was like, well, I am. But I <laughs> Shout out to Jill. It was very nice to meet Hi, you. Jill. She had a very cute sweatshirt on. It said something about, oh, of course, now I forget it, but it says, um, I need like a 90s boy band kind of day or something like that. So it was cute. It was a cute, cute. sweatshirt. It was very cute. But um, yeah, very nice. And then we waited. And then we waited some more. And then they eventually gave us, checked our ID and gave us wristbands. Then they came back and checked our ID again to make sure we were of age. Uh-huh. Then they like, and we're just like, okay. So then we finally got it. They started letting, the other vip people in 
around um, 6.15. So I was like, oh, good. An hour after we were told that we were not, nah, we had to be here. Not so. a minute late. So, um, but like, they're like, oh, they're still setting up the memorial thing. So that's why we're I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, but they also gave us zero information on how this meeting greet was working or anything. So we were just like, well, it is what it is. So Didn't they not call it a meeting greet? They called it a- Yeah, uh, it was called a mix and mingle, I think. Because it was like kind of, I don't know, kind of weird. Because kind of it's like, a memorial. So it was kind of yeah. weird to be like, yeah, like, hey, come get pictures. So it was almost, it was very somber, but it was- People weren't like, like whatever. So we ended up. So was it a mix and mingle? Did you guys mingle? No, not exactly. So we so we go in, and then we were also start like we had eaten like a late lunch, but this other the girls in front of us are like, we're hungry. Are there gonna be snacks? And the the guy was like, yeah, there's snacks inside. I'm like, really inside this bar? (laughs) Okay, cool. Spoiler alert, friends. There were no snacks. So I don't know what this man was talking about. What? Maybe he was talking that the celebrities had snacks and they're snacking. Or maybe the people who had tables, I think I saw like a bag of chips. Okay. So (laughs) maybe if you paid the extra $200, dollars you got a little bit. (laughs) You got got booze, like you got alcohol and stuff. Anyways. And you had a place to sit. Like there was like a table. I mean, I could get all of those, like a chair, a beer, and a pancake. They chips. didn't have. That's they didn't have chairs anywhere. So, like, so then I was also freaking out because I'd never been to Lance's nightclub, so I didn't obviously know. And it was very hard to find information online about how big it was. So, I was like, is this going to be huge? And then we're going to be at the back. Like, um, it wasn't. It was like an okay size, but it wasn't like overly huge. Like, okay. I would say. Somebody had said about 300 capacity. I read another thing that said eight. And then I read an article that said there was about 600 people there. So not a, not a ton of people, but 600 is still quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty I good. wouldn't want them packed in my house. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, yeah. It was like, it was like a good size. It wasn't yeah. like too tiny, but it also wasn't like thousands of people. Okay. Um, and then obviously we, I did want more people to be there to raise money. Right? And they did so, online people too, right? Yes. So. so then they had the beeps thing. Now the, the interesting thing about beeps is that although it was a live stream, they were not recording it. So you couldn't watch it again later. So that was kind of a um, detriment to a bunch of people because like, for example, Diane is in bed by 11 PM because she had to be at school. I go to sleep at 10 30 people. So like you're up at like what? Seven in the morning or six in the morning? Uh, 630. Yeah. Every so, morning. I mean, wouldn't it make sense? I have to, to be working by yeah. 7.55. So we had never heard of Veeps before until like a few days prior because New Kids did a thing with Veeps. Mm-hmm. But they did, um, they showed their show, but then theirs was playing for two weeks afterwards. So even if you didn't watch it at yeah. that moment, you could watch it again later. Yeah, like it's, so, a, it's kind of a business tactic where it's like it pushes people to, to Right, exactly. Because so, it's like a limited thing, right? But limited engagement. But no, it was fine. Whatever. So, um... Anyway, so since I was there and I knew you guys were going to be sleeping and I figured a bunch of other people, like Europe, it was like four in the morning or whatever, uh, like, right? Like I decided I was going to try to like videotape as much. I bought it, watched a little bit and I was so tired. I also fell asleep. Oh no, so yeah. fast. Yeah, okay. it's okay. It's, it went to a good cause, the money. Exactly. Um, anyway, so we get in and we're like, how is this meeting really going to work? So we're all just like randomly standing there. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, and they had like some white flowers around there. And then they had like a nice little memorial set up in um, the corner. So it had like one of those like big rose things and stuff mm. on a table with like candles and pictures of Aaron. Um, and they actually had like the little, like not the prayer cards, but yeah, kind of like a little card like that. I meant to go grab more and I didn't. I have one somewhere. In the first, but, okay. Uh, and they had a book of condolences that you could write message um, for Prince. 
So Aww. that's Aaron's son, so he could look back yeah, yeah, yeah. and see that. Like, that's... said, like write your favorite Aaron memories or yeah. like things like that. So that was a that was a nice touch they had there because yeah. obviously he's a baby, so he can't be yeah, there. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. um, so we're just kind of like okay, wait, wait, so okay, sorry. So his he wasn't there, and neither was the fiance. No. Okay, neither of them got to be there. Okay. No. Okay, got it. I, I just wanted to know as as I was just curious. I had more of a curiosity about that, but okay. The good only family members that were there were yeah. Angel and, and Nick. Okay, good. All right, and I on. believe Angel's husband was there too, but I don't see no, him James. at all. Yes. I saw pictures. Yeah. Okay. None of the other ones there. Okay, got it. Okay. Just making sure. Just, just Angel just, and Nick. Just asking. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. So anyway, so then, um, so they're kind of milling around. So at this point, then the boys come out. So, but they're like off to the, the boys side. Being, the boys one? being... Um, Four people we had no idea where who they were because uh, we were like looking and we took we pictures. Figured it out. We eventually figured it out. Ooh. So David Archuleta, so he is from American Idol. Oh, um, he's he has a few songs. Yeah. Um, we're Canadians, all right. B That's- Howard, which is B Howard. I wasn't sure Howard. who that was. Um, there's but- some rumors that he might be Michael Jackson's son or oh, brother everyone's michael jackson's son okay brother. like we all might be joe jackson's child okay. i don't know he the internet michael jackson's brother yeah wait joe jackson is, is michael jackson's brother he would no, be joe michael Jackson's, Jackson's the dad. nephew dad the dad is joe jackson what what wait wait oh michael jackson's papa had a little mm. i don't know it was a weird article i found on the internet because somebody else said he was related. I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's not. It doesn't matter. Okay. He was there. Okay. So, there was another guy who looked like Ricky Martin in Menudo, but because he was too young to be Ricky Martin now, his name ended up being Blake and he was friends with uh, B. Howard. And then there's this guy, Rod, who was wearing a hat, a toque, and he was okay. some sort of influencer. He's a TikToker. He's a TikToker. Wait, wait, wait. So he's the one who's friends with Lance, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, I know him. And he does all those like millennial yes do it yeah yeah i know so he challenges. was the host of the event oh yeah he's very charismatic so i had that then from o-town they had uh trevor jacob and oh my god eric, eric. michael estrada eric they had brad from lfo from in sync they had lance and joey lance oh i was no. like i'm sorry it says members oh, with really? an s but okay sure so which is honestly maybe they couldn't make it i don't know maybe they had other engagements southwest flights are very expensive these days yes i don't know chris lives across the country joey i don't know wherever he lives in nashville it's like halfway it's halfway across the country it's not any california uh jc lives in town but he had just got on lance's podcast i don't know yeah, I mean, he, he can't to, expect like, JT to come ex- out twice in one month. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously JT would never come to something. Yeah, and who else is <laughs> Joe? Yeah, we said them all. Anyway, so whatever. Lance was there. That was fine. Um, and then from InSync, obviously it was Nick and AJ. From InSync, there was Nick. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> it was Nick and AJ. Yeah, so I was I just making sure you guys were listening. Oh to yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> there you go. So they were all um, there. Jeff Timmons. Mm, not at this point oh right sorry not at this point oh uh anyways so they had them all there and then everyone was just like crowded in the middle and then there was like a little hole that you would go through and get your picture and then come out 
so nobody so everyone's kind of just like sardining their way to this little corner to get into this thing um and we're all like who the heck are these guys because we didn't know who half of them were and then whatever so anyway so we finally like get up and then there's people cutting in front of you and we're just like we're all getting the picture so we just chilled i ran into uh chloe and we're hanging out with her and stuff so we um you don't know her okay. you're not Okay, she's well, just a, she's a Backstreet Boys fan uh, that I've okay. seen at various. Say, that my our listeners also don't. Know okay, I'm sorry. So These a back details are not important. Not important. Ah, okay, so ah, making this noise ah, when I go on a tangent. Ah, anyway, so we get up there. Um, my I had a friend named Leslie who was there. So instead of taking a picture, she had them actually just record her going up and hugging them, and then uh, she's like, "I'll just screenshot it afterwards." Good idea. But I was able to actually get a picture of her when she was up there. So that works um the lighting was really crap sorry i'm not not sure it was purple which is great uh, but i feel like if you're just gonna take this picture just put the house lights on yeah but, and then have on. the the thing on so um yeah, my picture is very blurry light. and hard to see uh, but it yeah. is what it is whatever um so we went in and then i hugged all of o-town <laughs> and lance gave lance and aj business cards for the podcast oh my was oh, just like it. Be oh, that reaction well it was pretty funny they were like okay so then uh and then nick was up on like another level so then nick came down and like kind of hugged into cheek thing and i was like sorry did for he, your he, loss he recognized you he did yeah i don't know I was, it was a very fast moment okay, okay. so i think so yeah and then yeah. He, i'm like you know sort of condolences like Aaron yeah, was yeah. great blah, blah hugged trevor and then Brad, and then they're like, hey, turn around type thing. So then Trevor's like, just had it, Brad. And I was like, Brad, because he was like on the other side of Trevor. And I felt like I was really pushing my luck at this point because other people were not hugging. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, I flew job. from Canada. Yeah. I'm hugging my yeah. boy banders. That's right. Not the randos in the corner that I didn't know who they yeah. were. I'm like, but anyway, so, uh, so that was good. So we went out and then they kind of marked your thing so you couldn't go back in line uh, because there was definitely a girl like, I'm a girlfriend and then she was like cutting in front of us no, like, so i don't know if she went for round two or because she was shouting this that's why i have to say that most people were very calm and not like nuts but there Good. was like maybe like four or five people who would randomly like shout and stuff i'm like this is a memorial like yeah, i know it's not like yeah. which is like were you feeling weird. awkward a little bit too right it was a little bit awkward yeah so yeah, yeah anyway so we did the thing and then at this point everybody had <laughs> taken their pictures so the boys left and then this part where they were standing was actually the vip tables for the people on the floor which i was like okay um so anyway so we were there so we just kind of stood there uh we ended up being about third row nice so i was actually like third row center um rose from the dark side was like right in front of me like she was front row and i didn't realize how short i was until i was in this crowd until i was looking at pictures that other people had taken and in the pictures i can definitely see my arm Aww. but i look headless and Aww, i don't think no. i can see everybody around me so oh, dear. anyways so uh well, your videos are good so yeah i tried you got to a good view. like people were moving it was like it is what it is mm. uh it's the gist of it but i thought they were pretty close so mm. um so yeah i had my little wonderful phone charger i had it plugged in yeah and then i just like kind of switching back and forth between hands and then i would try to cut it when there was like a natural break when they were moving but for the most part i say i probably got about 95 98 percent of the show so. Good job. Awesome. okay so now that we're 26 minutes in we can uh, I should have been more. it's okay. She she got um, okay. Yeah, so she didn't go eyes as as before. Yeah. So at this point, the stage has been set. Okay, the stage yeah. has been set. Okay. So now we're there, and it was probably about 15, 20 minutes late starting. I guess so. What do you think? Yeah. She said like half an hour. It was right before. 
I don't know. I feel like I was waiting for a while, and then I looked now, at the time, Microsoft and it looked like it was eleven thirty. Hmm. So they I had a know. picture because somebody had posted a screenshot of what your. It was a picture of Aaron, right? Mm -hmm. That was that. Like were they actually playing the songs? Did you hear the songs? Yes, I heard. They some were songs. Aaron Carter songs, right? Yes. Because oh. in the actual venue, they were playing, and I didn't notice right away. But then I heard Fool's Gold, and I'm uh. like, oh, they're playing Aaron songs. So. They played Aaron songs up until like the show started. Yeah. yeah. So it was very nice. So again, yeah, no, so it was Wednesday, January 18th at Heart WeHo. Uh, okay. So we did all the stuff. So, uh, okay. So it starts off with Rod, who's Lance's buddy, the one with the chook. Mm -hmm. He's the host. He welcomed Angel and Lance to the stage. Uh, and then Angel was saying like a week after Aaron passed away, it lit a fire in me. For the, you know, when we talked about the, the fundraiser thing. Um, so they're kind of like saying how this is what they were doing. Uh, so B Howard was the first person up. So mm -hmm. he was actually a friend of Aaron. So that's why he was at the event. Okay. So he's a musician as well. He's a friend of Aaron. Uh, so he sang a song called uh, We Are Champions. Uh, then he was kind of like talking um, and encouraging people to like stay positive and things like that. Uh, and then he started talking about his next song that Aaron was actually involved in it. So he helped him like make this song. Mm -hmm. uh, so he invited his two friends up on stage, Ian and Blake. And the song, I believe, was called What More Can I Give? It was pretty good. Like, honestly, he's a very good, he sounded very good. He had good vocals. Mm -hmm. and it was good, so. Uh, so he did two songs. So then he was gone. So then, uh, then they invited Dr. Drew on the stage. So was I, I was not expecting him to be on there. Cause I heard people like, Oh, Dr. Drew is here. And I was like, okay. I'm like, like I had heard the name, but it was celebrity rehab. Is that like yeah. Francis's choice? Dr. Dre? Did, did, no, no, um, an actual doctor. Oh, like Dr. Phil. Oh. Did, Aaron, did Aaron like go on his show on a podcast? Oh, that's oh, right. Okay. He did. Yes. Aaron was on celebrity rehab. That's right. Oh, okay. So I also thought that was kind of weird, but I'm like, whatever. So then, um, what he, did he, hmm? did he drop some beats? Like, what did he do? He gave a speech of like speech. about mental he was health. Talking about mental health. He was talking about on our sleeves and they said that they have like a bunch of facts and he said the facts were really depressing. If and you saw him, Lydia, you would know who he was. Okay, okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they're saying like in the States right now, like it's like there's one psychiatrist for 15,000 kids, oh, which God. is not that is crazy. Uh, and then he was just like talking about some other facts. And he was talking about how you have to take care of the people you love. Yeah. You have to be there for them. You have to yeah. recognize the signs in them, things like that. Yeah. So it's talking about. So he had like a thing. So then up next was Ryan Cabrera. I know him. Yeah. So uh, he his first song was Exit to Exit. I looked it up because I thought it was on the way down. And I was so getting ready for the chorus. And I'm like, ah, I know this song. It sounds familiar. And I was like, no, this is not that song. So I Googled the lyrics. So exit. I got to say, I'm really liking Ryan Cabrera. Like, so yeah. I saw him at the, well, um, the Christmas thing. Recently. I've seen him twice. We've okay. seen him. I feel like I've heard it. But wasn't he at the Popsicle place? No. No. Uh, okay. Place. Well, not the Pop one that we went. Tour oh, yeah. was he? No. 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 In the summer? No. Why have I heard no. him? I mean, so he was times. on some of them. He does the, the Pop 2K tours. Okay, okay. But there, okay, I guess there. the ones we went to. No, you're right. He wasn't here. Okay. Anyways, whatever. Finally got to see Ryan Cabrera in, the, in December and saw him again. Um, and then his guitar. So he has this like weird guitar that Sophia and I had seen at the other concert. That is like 
pretty much nothing. It is air. It has like the stick and it has an outline, but there's nothing around it. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's a fish or something. It's not a fish. It's like a turn-shaped, but it's like, and he has like legs wound around it. Um, then it died. Oh. And then he wow. was like, uh, I think my guitar's out of batteries. Does anyone have double A batteries in their purse? And everyone was like laughing and whatever. And I'm just like, oh my God. Okay, so then. But it wasn't a joke. It really it wasn't. He actually oh, needed them. But luckily the stage tech is prepared for Thank these things. God. So, so he gave him the double A batteries. It worked. It was great. That's amazing. Great. He, for some reason, was playing a bit of that superstition song by Stevie Wonder. Maybe superstition. Yes, that one. Okay. Uh, and then I think he did some other like guitar or whatever. And then he did "On the Way Down." He's like, "This is my brand new song," <laughs> uh-huh. which is it's his hit single from like when two thousands. It's oh. called "On the Way Down," which is a very good song, and I like it. It's a good one. Uh, and then he said that Johnny Resnick was actually a producer of that song. Johnny Resnick is from the Goo Goo Dolls. Mm. And I do it, do it, see me. Correct. Yes. That's the Canadian band, isn't it? No. <gasps> I met them at Much Music. It was an odd thing. He didn't want to come out and say hi. Yeah, yeah I remember. Oh, I thought it was Canadian. You okay, look like a bug. Good. Okay. Anyways, no. So, then, that uh, like so then he mentioned Johnny Resnick. So then he went into Slide. Why, Why don't, don't you just slide? Yeah. Yeah. Then for some reason, he went into a weird little medley of the Fresh Prince theme song and uh-huh. mixed with sexual healing I was like, why I was like, that, that's odd were you were you did you see that part or were you already i did i just i don't understand <laughs> out of yeah, song yeah, song yeah, song yeah, song. on the playground away from most of my days is it like he didn't know what else to play he thought it was fun like like you that at the other concert i can't remember i just thought no i don't i don't recall that this is awkward but then he went back to fresh prince and i was just like okay Hmm. I, oh, I guess no, he's trying to like no, lighten the mood a little because it's in a somber no reason. He gave no reasoning to this. He just did it. Or when I like... think of an Aaron Carter memorial concert, I certainly don't think <laughs> sexual of sexual healing. healing. <laughs> but okay. So, so you, Ryan, you, know, are, some people might. you know what? I don't, you know, you guys live your life. I mean, unless yeah. it's like, you know, no judgment. Apart from ghosts where like they're doing the pottery okay, thing. It's not I, yeah, yikes. Okay. Uh, so then he sang, I want candy. And then at the end, he said, Love you, Aaron. And then he got off the stage. So then Rod came back and he was starting to talk about mental health facts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was encouraging donations for the Honor Safe's charity. There was a QR code. So that, that was kind of like his thing, shtick every once in a while. He would come. Um, so then they played a video from On Our Sleeves, which had some stats and kind of explained what the organization was about. It was a short, uh, like one to two minute video. Yeah. Um, and it said that their mission is to provide every child in America with mental health resources. Um, and that one in five kids um, suffer from mental health yep. issues. So it's a, it's a huge thing and they need to work on that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next up was Lori Knight, who was Aaron's manager, tour manager. So uh, I, I saw this video on YouTube mm-hmm. and some of the comments were very interesting. Go ahead. So. I don't know the full story with this, but so I read some comments of like Aaron hated her, blah blah blah. I don't know if that. Mm. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's just more true in the recent years. I, I don't. I I don't know all so the during, like, the manic stuff. stage. You don't know. Anyway, so yeah. Lori has known them um, since Aaron and Angel were nine. Okay. Uh, wow. She was their tour manager. So 
Yes, you know she did not sing. This was a speech. Thank you. Okay, okay. sorry. I don't so, know because I wasn't there. Okay. okay. She's she's not a singer. She's okay. just a manager. Okay. Um, she, like, so then she off? was talking about Joel Goldman, okay. who is the um, director from On Our Sleeves. So she okay. knows him. That's how. Uh, and, uh, and that they had met Aaron ages ago at a fundraiser, like when he was working for some other children's AIDS foundation or something like that. It was years ago. So okay. that's how he knows her him. And then that's what they thought about this charity. Okay. Um, so then Lori's speech, uh, she was talking about how it hasn't always been wonderful. Yeah. Erin, and she said how hard this is and it was really hard. So she's like, she was saying that it would be a disservice to only say like the good things and not the bad. So I can actually, maybe that's also probably why some people were upset with, Mm -hmm. um, and then she's like, provide a balance. She's like, he's hurt, he's hurt people. He's hurt a lot of people over the years. Hurt me, hurt other people. Um, but he also, um, leads with compassion. Or she wants us to leave with compassion. I don't know my notes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so then she was talking about um, when he was 11 years old, they were in Singapore, and he had just got off the phone with someone who hurt him deeply. Um, so she didn't exactly say who it was, but it sounded to me maybe his dad, I'm assuming, mm. or mom. I don't know. Okay. It sounded, because who's calling an 11 year old? And like, I'm assuming it was a family member, right? Mm. She didn't say, she didn't go into it. Okay. Don't even speculate. So anyway, so she said it like, so she just saw how hurt he was. So at that point she vowed to love and protect him because she's like, this like kid does not need to be going through all this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so she's like, the trauma of his childhood followed him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also made a comment that for those that wondered about her silence and Angel's and Nick's silence um, on social media and stuff, it's that people don't know how hard they fought behind the scenes to help Aaron. Okay. So she was like, you guys think we're not saying anything or we're not doing anything or whatever because we're not being like, look what I did or whatever, it's true. right? It's true. But I she- saw, when I saw a video, there was like comments in the crowd who were like shouting, we know. So, so they were saying that. But like a lot of Aaron's stands think that that he was abandoned and nothing yeah. happened because they're not outwardly going on TMZ and being like, oh, I love my brother or whatever. Or yeah, whatever. It's but true. that's the thing is that you everyone, fans, only see us too. We only mm-hmm. see what's one there. side. So yeah. when people perceive that nothing is happening or whatever, or if somebody's going through a manic phase, they say a lot of shit that is not true. Yeah, that's true. I've had friends who've gone through manic episodes mm-hmm. and things like that and their reality at that time when they're in that is not the same reality that everybody else is living. True. So you yep. need to understand that maybe if Aaron was saying all this shit, doesn't necessarily mean that any of it was real. Some of it could have been, some of it couldn't. We don't know all this stuff. We but don't anyways, know. And we'll never know. And you'll never mm-hmm. know exactly because we are not there. We were never there. So anyways, what she was saying was that they fought a lot behind the scenes and that their silence was not them turning their backs on him, that they were actively doing something. actively doing stuff yeah it's the it's the interesting thing about parasocial relationships right because like we think we know someone based on their you know social media presence but there's a lot under that too there's different faucets of a person right mm-hmm. interesting yeah so then she was talking about a story um from when Aaron was younger uh, about a girl who got in a car accident in Pennsylvania Ooh. on the way to uh Aaron's concert Ooh. So her and her mom were in the hospital oh. uh, and the doctor ended up calling the venue because uh, the girl was like freaking out that she was going to be missing Aaron's show. Oh God. So she's like, oh, I can't be in this hospital. And he's like, you're bleeding internally. Like, oh. You cannot go, oh. whatever. So he's like, we've tried a bunch of things. We might have to do surgery. We don't want to do. Oh, my God. She's freaking out. 
this is going to be a really stupid ask, but can you like get Aaron to come on the phone and just talk to her? Yeah. Or whatever, right. Cause this was before, I guess they were doing sound check or whatever. So she's like, okay, well, let me go find him. We'll do that. So she went to go talk to Aaron to explain the situation. He's like, no, I'm not calling him. Like, let's get in the car and we'll go. Wow. So he's like, we're going to the hospital. So they arranged like a police escort so we can wow. get to the hospital. Wow. So he got to the hospital. Um, she was behind this big glass wall. So only Aaron went into the room. Like Lori wow. was in the hallway. But you could wow. see through the he like climbed in bed with the girl, put his arm around Aww. the girl, was like chatting with her for like 20 minutes, Aww. did all this stuff. Um, and then he left. Uh, and he told her, like, listen, like, when you feel better, I will fly you out to another show. Like, you can't come to tonight's show. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're like, you need, you're, you need help. You're yeah. in the hospital type thing. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so she did. And he ended up, he did fly her out to a future Aww. show and she was better. But uh, the That's doctor sweet. called um, Lori the next day and said, like, about 20 minutes after Aaron left, things started turning around. And like she ended up getting better and all this wow. other stuff. So she's like, there's a million stories like that. Yeah. She's like, um, Aaron cared about people. Mm-hmm. So she's like, he cared about people. He touched people's lives. He yeah. did all this stuff. So, um, and then she's like, I know that he's here in spirit and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was also very overwhelmed that a lot of people that Aaron had worked with over the years mm-hmm. were there at the event. So like some backup dancers, wow. keyboard player, like of other people. So, wow. um, so supporting him. And then she, so then she said, anyone who thinks that Nick it wasn't doing stuff is wrong. Uh, and that Aaron had started making amends with Nick and Angel before wow. he passed mm. away. So he had been reaching out. Wow. And then she said that when she was on tour with him and Aaron was having a bad down day, things like that, she would always call Nick and Nick would talk on the phone for hours. She, and then on his days off, he would fly wherever Aaron was, even if he was only in town for six hours to spend time with Aaron and then fly back to his tour. Nick. Yeah. What? That so was nice. contrary to what we think. That's I feel like this was probably when they were younger, but also this was yeah, yeah. still, but whatever. Okay. And she's like, so she's like, he always knew how to calm Aaron down. He always knew what to whatever, right? Uh, and that Angel was his northern star. And she said, pretty much people need to stop stirring up trouble online. I agree. On mm. social media, stop saying shit. It only makes trauma worse. I agree. So yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. I don't know the story, but you continually bringing things up, it's just making it worse for people. Like, yeah that's fair that's not what it was so she's like they were reconciling things were happening so anyways i mean that's kind of good that that was addressed because yeah a lot of people, because it's a lot good of people, to know right and of course and a lot of people blamed him Nick. for his death yeah, and yeah. other stuff like that yeah. right you know like which is yeah. you know again you don't people don't i don't know whatever it is what it is and people try to cope in different ways but mm. anyway so then that was so then Lori was off the stage um and then next up was david archuleta so he was the guy from american idol so he had a song called be that for you um and then he did that 1000 mile uh we'll walk 1000 miles just oh fuck what is that song i can't say i could fall into the sky oh okay yes we did that song um and then he did Sorry. Okay. Probably hit it when you're okay. Off. So then he dedicated a song. So this is yeah. David Archuleta stuff. Ah. He dedicated a song to Aaron and also Nick and Angel. Nice. And it was the Robbie Williams song Angels. Mm, that's a good one. I got an that is Joey. Oh, yeah. Okay, which song is this one? No, she was singing the right song. She was I'm not loving angels. That's not oh, what that's she was singing. One. No, I was, was singing, singing Joey. Joey. Oh. Remember the Canadian guy? No. Oh, okay, okay. 
Okay, anyways, that's nice. Boss me protection, a lot of love and affection. Whether you're right or wrong, that's the Robbie Williams. Yeah. So he did that one. Uh, then he did his own song, which was called Crush. And then David Archuleta actually started talking about how he went to therapy. Mm. he was going through bad times he was going through therapy he actually has an album called therapy sessions Mm. that kind of came out of that Mm. and he said his his main takeaway is that when you're feeling overwhelmed uh, and you're feeling like stressed out or whatever he's like you just need to take a step back and you just breathe Mm. you know like you're so stressed out about things whatever just like just breathe and then he actually has a song called just breathe so so he sang that one it was a good song so Mm. Uh, so up next was Johnny Wright to say a speech, not to sing. Thank you. Okay. okay. Yes. And he dances. So I mean, <laughs> Johnny Wright dances. Well, he knows about dancing. He trained. <laughs> Did he Can not? Imagine? Johnny Can you Wright. imagine if he was dancing? Match plays in sync. Hey, what did on he the do? block. He's manager. manager. Yeah. So you don't. Maybe. Okay. Maybe he dances. Moves? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this man. Okay. Okay uh so then like because they had a screen up that said like the songs for tomorrow with the thing uh and it had like pictures of aaron when he was a kid and he was like and, like pay attention to this face of Aaron." and he's like aaron um was about honesty and he was about love mm-hmm. so then he was talking about the first time he met aaron mm-hmm. was at lou's house and then everyone was like boo and he's like <laughs> if it wasn't for lou none yeah. of us would be here because mm. of the boy band sure you're right so yes uh so aaron was eight years old and he was in a three-piece suit Oh, wow. He showed up and he said, hi, I'm Aaron Carter, and gave him a high five and then walked straight through the house to the pool and jumped into the pool in this three-piece suit. Oh, my God. And he's like, he's like, I like this kid. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he said, like, fast forward, like, nine months later, um, Aaron was, like, obviously Aaron was around all the time, so he was sad that Nick was leaving and going, like, on tour mm. and that he wouldn't be able to go fishing with him that summer. So oh, he was, like, super depressed so and sad. Cute. So then Johnny's like, all right, Aaron, can you sing? And then Aaron's like, yeah, and I'm better than Nick. And he's oh, like, yeah, I'll be there, buddy. Okay, so he yeah. had his buddy, Gary Carolla, who's a record producer, um, wanted to re-record Crush on You. So he said, okay, Aaron, come to the studio with me. Let's just test this out, whatever. So they did. And then Gary said, yeah, it's amazing. We're good. Yeah. So then he went to like the parents and was like, hey, I have an idea. Let me go talk to the promoter and stuff like that, see what happens. So he talked to the promoter. And they said, yep, Aaron can open for them on the European tour. So he ended up going. So the very first date was in Germany at an arena with 16,000 people. So this is like his first show. Yes. Crazy. He's standing here on the side and he's like, okay, Aaron, are you nervous? And he's like, no. (laughs) And then went out and like did it with his two dancers and did his little shtick. So four days later, Mm -hmm. they had four record uh, deals on the table. Beautiful. Uh, He was signed three months later to a record (sighs) deal. Yeah. Uh, then he ended up leaving Johnny for another manager. Oh. But he said to Johnny, he's like, I will come back to you when I'm 18. Okay. Mm. So at that point, he was what, like 11 ish, 12, something like that? He probably didn't make that call. I'm sure Jane. Yes. Was Jane not managing him at some point? Yeah, she was. So, mm. anyway, so he's like, I'll come back to you when I'm 18. Johnny's like, okay, sure. So he actually came back when he was 19. Okay. Uh, mm. He had lots of problems. Uh oh. So Johnny moved him in. So Johnny has a compound in Florida. Okay. At like dance studio, music studio, things like that. So yeah, yeah. he had Aaron come live there for a day. Okay. Um, and then at this point, Johnny's like, and this is what pisses me off when people say that Nick didn't do anything for Aaron. It's like he did. So Nick actually put him in Betty Ford 
uh, the clinic. So okay. that's like a addictions clinic Oh, uh, for 90 days. Wow. So okay. he paid for, he got him there. He got him in there for 90 days. Wow. Uh, 30 days later, Aaron checked himself out yeah, and said, I'm fine. And Johnny's like, you're not fine. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. You can't make me do anything. Which again, because Aaron was 19, he was an adult. Yeah. He was true. allowed to check himself yeah, right, out. Yeah. Right. Cause you can't keep, yeah, no, you know, can't keep so, the unwilling. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he says when he thinks of Aaron, he thinks of two Aaron's, thinks of a sweet Aaron, and he thinks of a dark. Yeah. Aaron. Mm. The dark demons. Um, that Aaron thought that nobody liked him and nobody cared about him, even though his family did and they were around him and stuff. But when you get into that dark place, mm. you just think negative thoughts about everything, and it's yeah. very hard to pull yourself out yeah. if you are not willing to pull yourself out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You know, um, and he's like, you know, you need to reach out to people mm. and you need to reach out and help people. Mm. And sometimes, like he said, I'm thinking too, somebody will send me an article and be like, oh my God, like whatever. And so instead of gossiping about the people, you need to go to the people. Yeah. And not, instead of saying, why the fuck are you doing this? Mm -hmm. You need to go to them and say, how can I help you? Mm. Mm. Someone is acting out or being nuts or whatever. You yeah, need yeah, to yeah. be like, dude like, understanding something you need yeah. to compassionate passionate yes, yeah exactly. yeah right? so um so he was kind of talking about that then he was saying like his next guest had demons come over him as well mm. um but he was able to get out of it through mm -hmm. support of his brothers and the Backstreet boys aj yes oh wow so okay. aj came out and he was wearing a yellow sweatshirt that said i'm a ray of fucking sunshine ah! mm, which was yes. hilarious because I was like, yeah, of course, AJ. Um, so then he started talking about uh, the song that he was going to perform is his next single for an album that is coming out this year. It's January, so he's got 12 months to figure so it out. So we all kind of looked at each other like, uh -huh. okay there, champ, because uh -huh. we've heard this story a few times. Um, Some people were saying uh, maybe not the place to promote an album and a single. Fair, Especially since fair. it's not going to happen, but no, fair, I don't guess. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the song was called Electric. Mm -hmm. So we started playing that. Uh, and then my video cuts out at that point because my alarm went off. So I'm like, crap. So I had to stop and start. So nah. then the next, so I, I tried to start as quickly as possible. So I didn't lose too much of the song, but it definitely like, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, in the middle of this new song that he hasn't performed. Ah, of course. Huh? No, it was it's, a 10 o'clock alarm. Oh, it was not your. Yeah, oh. oh, sorry. I was thinking eight o'clock because I was no. trying to figure out the time. What time would have been? It yeah. was ten o'clock at this point. Okay. Uh, California time, which would have been one o'clock in the morning, your time, I guess. So yeah. So were you I was already sleeping? Yeah. Okay. I was sleeping. Uh, so time I was like, crap. So then I went. <laughs> I started it. Uh, so he finishes the song, and then he gets off the stage. So then Rod is talking again about mental health from the. So the, they they have like short life. sets. Doctor Rod. No, no, Rod is the guy it. with the Oh, God, the sorry. Host. So I'm Rod sorry. is talking. Sorry. Uh, so he brings Lance and Angel back up. Mm -hmm. um, so then Angel was saying that Aaron had recorded a full album a few years ago. I want to say she said 2019, mm. which makes sense, I think, if it was the beginning of 2019, because we last saw him at the end, right? At the end. Yeah. So um, he was working on a sobriety at that point. Mm. So he had this album, whatever. So then they ended up playing a video of Aaron singing a song that he wrote called Recovery, which was like a very sad song. And they had like a cello player and they had a keyboard guy and they had like one of those guys who sits on a box and like hits it like a drum. I don't know, like a 
I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. AJ sat on that green once. Okay. Anyway, so they're saying the shitty part is is that the sound mix was not right. So I you couldn't really hear Aaron. But this is when I like I think I actually I cried a few times during this. I cried when Lori was talking. Mm. Um I cried whatever, but at this point when he was singing. It was like right before he had gone downhill. So yeah. he didn't have any face tattoos yet. Wow. He, he wasn't looking all sunken or anything. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He was like looking like he yeah. looked healthy mm. and he mm. was singing a song. And from what I could hear, it was a very beautiful song. It was a really yeah. nice song. So so we're like, oh my God. So we're like, okay, that's good. Um, uh, so yeah. So the girl behind me was like sobbing and shaking and she had her arm out on my shoulder and I was just like, Patting her hand, I didn't even know who she was. I didn't. Oh, know who she was, but she so was just. Oh, nice. both shared together. You know? and I was crying, and then my friend Leslie comforting each other around me, and Aww. I was just like, "This is just it was an awkward crying fest of yeah, You're all comforting each other. See, yeah. awesome. uh, and then because we weren't crying enough, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nick now comes on the stage. Oh no! And he sings the song that he wrote for Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hurts to love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it played like the music video in the background. He and he did so good. Like yeah, he did very it, well. And I was like crying. And this was like literally the only time in a concert when I where I was willing Nick not to look at me because I didn't want him to see me crying yeah. and other people crying and yeah. stuff like that. So I was just like, please don't. Because normally at a concert, I'm like, acknowledge me. This is my yeah, presence yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I was like, please don't look down because I don't want to be responsible for you crying on yeah. stage because you're seeing other people cry. Yeah, yeah. So he was like kind of like more looking up and not really into the crowd. And then at the very end, his like eyes were like super red, and he's like, "Okay, I gotta go," and just like ran off the stage. So uh, yeah, it was, it was a very like one. very sad. Mm. So then next up um, was Brad from LFO. Oh, Mr. Sad. Yep, here it comes. <laughs> 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 Sorry. It's like he had he had the shoes there as well. Favorite I'm part. sorry, man. Okay. Richard, man. Richard, man. <laughs> okay. He's honoring Richard Evans, but I, I understand I how it's going to be a town show. But now it's okay because it's a somber event, so it, it fits. It actually yeah. is. Yeah. It actually yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It matter too. But anyway, so he um so he was talking, so he comes on stage. And I had warned people ahead of time. They're like, LFO, like I thought. Like, are they all going to be here? I was like, no, only one of them is left. The other two have passed away. And just so you know, he's most likely going to bring shoes on stage. And they're like, <laughs> like what? And I was like, there's a red pair and a white pair of shoes. They okay. belong to Rich and Devin. Thank they God away. we were there. I was like, what <laughs> people while you were outside? They're like, what do you mean shoes? I was like, he's honoring Rich and Devin. This yeah. is how he does it. So he will toad. tell the story. He's not just going to bring them and not talk about yeah. the shoes. And they're like, okay, thank you for the heads up. Because I was going to be like, oh. it's a little, thank you. It's a little jarring for someone who's not been to it. So thank you for that yeah. public So essentially, event. if you're yes. in, he has a mic stand and the two pairs of shoes are hanging off. And, and I was representing the, his other big shoe carrier and then the water carrier they didn't have those. what they didn't have those. there was no there was no, there was no vips oh my gosh okay anyway so, so he time. comes out with his shoes um so he's saying that when he thinks of aaron he thinks of the beautiful little boy with the long blonde hair so I didn't, for some reason, I didn't think that Brad knew him when he was younger. I just I mean, thought that he think, knew him. Uh, long, I mean, make here. Yeah, yeah, yeah when okay, he was a kid. Okay, so he something. thinks of that kid okay. because he actually did know him when he was a kid. Oh. So um, he was at Brad's brother's house. So I don't know what the hell Brad's 
brother must be a producer or something. Okay. So, uh, so when he met Aaron first time, he's like, Hey, do you want to hear my song? And he's like, sure, buddy. So he puts like, he's like, he put the cassette tape on, he started playing it. He started dancing and singing and cartwheeling around the living room. I was all excited. And and Brad was like, wow, that kid is like so full of energy. Whatever. So cute. Um, and he said that the last time he saw Aaron was on the pop 2000 tour on his birthday, Ah, on on uh, Aaron's birthday in 2019. So we had oh, yes. in September of 2019. So he was kind of already on the- Was that the one where oh. he was yelling at you guys? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So I, did he get kicked off the tour or was it just the contract I don't think up? he, I think they finished it off with him. And then, and they, then they just didn't invite him. Back. Yeah. So uh, yeah, because we had gone to see him. It was kind of like the beginning of his downward spiral yeah. and he was- not the greatest, but um, he was just yelling at yelling at people for not day. singing along to songs that, that he nobody just released knew. that day. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't he just release like an album that day or something? No, it was a little while before, but nobody. It was really like it. very recent, and then I feel like he was like, "Oh, if you listen, like it's easy to pick it up, so you guys can like sing along." And then no one was singing along, and then he Uh-oh. was very mad. Uh oh. Most people, pro- and he was one of the opening acts because 98 Degrees was on at Motown. So, yeah. So I don't think a lot of people were there for Aaron. And then uh, he's like, I want candy. He's like, screw that song. Or like, he was just, he was just yeah. not in the best of moods. So, oh okay. not a happy camper. I understand. That was in September. So his last show was in December. Okay. So um, Brad's manager brought a cake mm-hmm. for Aaron. The crowd saying happy birthday, and he's like, he was just so happy that like people were celebrating his birthday yeah. with him and stuff. So he had a good time. So he said, um, Aaron left, and for some reason, even though he was leaving, he gave Brad a present. Weird. So he gave Brad a red jacket for some reason. And okay. Brad's like, he's like, the jacket's like we used to wear in like Germany, where you would wear red and you would wear green yeah. and you would wear purple. Like, and he's like, okay, thank you. Like, he just thought it was weird. Um, but so he thought it was weird, but he's like, I wish I kept it. Uh, right uh, oh uh, so awkward so he said when he found out about so he said when he found out about the death he's like crap i wish i would have kept jacket from Aaron." uh when he found out from the, about the death he was actually doing one of his meet and greets where mm. he like eats lunch with his fans mm. and they found the news out and then he was just like so overwhelmed and he just started like head down was like crying at the table like he said it was like a very hard moment for him yeah yeah uh, and then he talked about because um, how like losing uh, Rich and Devin and how that affected him because one of them died in 2017, one died in 2019, I believe. Uh, and like, you know, so it would just like opened up all those emotions too. Eesh. So he's just like, all okay. the people around him are dying. So anyways, he was just, uh, and then he was talking about that after Devin had passed away because he was the second one passed away. Uh, he was just super destroyed. Yeah. And he was sad. Yeah. And he was mad. And it right. was just like he lost two friends to cancer and all this yeah. stuff. So he was just in this really dark place. Mm-hmm. And his wife had said to him, like, right, you can't live this way. Like, mm. you need help. Yeah, yeah. So he ended up going to his doctor and he had to fill out one of those, like, questionnaire things. Yeah. And he's like, uh, pretty much immediately, they're like, you need to go see a psychiatrist. Yeah. So they sent Brad to a psychiatrist and he went to a therapist. And then he was talking to friends mm. and he was like, so he was able to pull himself out of this dark place that he was in. Yeah, yeah. Because of his support group and because he decided to seek yeah. help. Good. So he was talking about like you need to be he's not Mr. Sad. <laughs> right. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. He was more sad. He's less sad. <laughs> so anyways, um, so he was saying how you have to be and you I, have to be willing to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a lot of things. Because when you're in this sad, dark place, you don't want people, people yep. are trying to help and you can't get yourself out. 
And he's yeah. like, pretty much like, you need to get yourself out of this dark hole. Yes. You need mm-hmm. to be willing to admit that you need help. Yes. Yeah. And that's the, uh, that's the first step. You need right. to get out of this yeah. darkness. But it's true because they have had people who are in these dark, dark places. Yeah, yeah. And no matter what you try, if they're unwilling, unwilling, they're not going to... They're not ready to get out. They're yeah. not ready to get help. Yeah, and you just true. have to stay there and be there for the person. Yes, and okay. hope that once they're ready, they will they will allow you to help them. Yes, and yes. that hope that it's not going to be a case like yeah, like Aaron, where you just yeah, where it's just like at, it's too late. Yeah, so, yeah, Poor Aaron. you know, and you never know. You never know who is going to sorry. It was it was a hard event. Like of seriously, it was, yeah, I, I definitely was crying at the event, and so were other people. I was not the only one, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, so let's yeah. talk about getting out of the darkness. Okay, yeah, I saw videos, and in the front row, you could tell like all the girls were like sobbing. It was yeah, it was yeah. it was it was hard. Yeah, and it was very interesting to see that so many of these performers have mental health issues and you wouldn't think and so. stuff and you think oh you're so great and whatever and you don't think that they're going through all these struggles as well right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it was just really nice to see them open up about it yeah and realize like holy fuck like you're not alone them, there's other people like, there this could be you like, yeah i'm sure mm-hmm. that's a pretty sobering thought when that when that happens right so right. anyways of course anyway so he um so brad was saying that like a few weeks after aaron died uh, he had a dream about him. Oh, wow. And he tried to call him. But even though he knew he was dead, he still tried to call him in the stream. Uh, and security answered. So he said to the security guard, he's like, oh, sorry, who is this? Is this Randy, who used to be a BSB security guard, who apparently was there that night as well? Wow. Um, or Fritz, who was an instinct security guard. So wow. this Brad was really like, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure Fritz was at the event as well. But anyway, so he like, so in the stream, he tried to call them. <laughs> So BSB mm-hmm. and an instinct security guard. Um, he's like, that's a weird dream, obviously, whatever. But later that day, his agent called him and asked him if he wanted to be a part of this um, event. Mm. So Brad's like, okay, like, he's like, obviously I want to be a part of this event, but I need to figure out the logistics. Like I live in Florida. I have six children. Yeah. I don't know if I can just like get up yeah. in the middle of the week. I'm assuming that he would have had to pay for his own flight as well, because this was like, yeah. anyway, so. Yeah. So he was like cleaning out his office because they had a painter coming the next day to paint up some walls. So he's like taking like shelves off and all this other stuff. And he's like, okay, everything was down. But he's like, you know what? I just want to make sure I didn't leave something behind the door. So then he opened the door and on the back of the door was the red jacket. Oh, no way. Wow. So, and he called his manager and was like, yes, I need to go to this event. Like, yeah. So wow. that was uh, crazy. So then he did. That is wild. Uh, so he did a five second uh, moment of silence which someone's like ah! i'm just like and they're like it's oh, so nice and i was like it was very awkward because there was definitely like a few random drunk people who oh, yeah, yeah. i feel don't really understand the somberness of an yes. event like this and yes. it's just like this is not no, like a, regular, the thing is, a party right brad does that yeah at the uh, the old town show he, he does yeah. a moment of silence for devin and devin. for rich and he, it's literally five seconds it's literally like if you count it out it's like one two three yeah. four because sometimes like at other concerts or like sporting events or like a moment or of like silence whatever they have these moments of silence 
and I, the issue is, yes, there's these drunk people and the moment of silence is like 30 seconds or a yeah. minute or whatever. And that's a long time for people who are intoxicated, yes. apparently, to mm. be quiet. So they right. started being like, these moments need to be shorter yeah. because mm. it's embarrassing yes. if you're having this moment of silence. Someone's like, yeah. like, yeah. go, Lisa, go. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like exactly. stupid shit like that. Yeah. Right? So that he, it's very short. So the fact that someone, and like little bit time, someone such a short time, and then so it was like, yeah. So anyway, so it was. Yeah, I saw videos as well. Everyone's like, yeah. Anyway, it's embarrassing. uh, But at this point, he's like, okay, like if I know anything about Aaron, he likes to party. He likes to whatever. Uh, So now we're gonna get some songs and whatever. So he he's like, I want O Town to come out. So O Town came out because obviously Brad doesn't perform by himself. So then it was pretty much like the shows if you've gone to the O-Town show. So we did uh, Veronica, Every Other Time, Girl on TV, and Summer Girls. Mm-hmm. So then, like, he was fine. So then he went. So then O-Down. 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 So then, so he left the stage and O-Town did their, like, medley. Someone I love me. And then all the, like, those songs. Which you uh, see me at one point on the live stream, like, very passionately singing along, but guess what? I was not actually because I was recording, so ah. I was mouthing the words very like. Yeah, just very difficult to record something and not sing along. So yeah. I was just like, yes, that's and, a good self restraint. And honestly, it, yes, a lot of self restraint. Like the time when we recorded Drake, I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not gonna, this is gonna <laughs> record. I am screaming. I take yeah. Video I apologize. Uh, if you'd like to see Drake performing for Backstreet Boys, it's on our YouTube channel. Anyways, I digress. That has nothing to do with anything. So uh, so then O-Town's like, okay, we're going to play, like, if we've got to play an O-Town song. And then I said, no, we're not going to... One of them said, I think it was Eric, like, oh, we're, uh, maybe it was Jacob. No, we're not going to play any O-Town songs. And then the other guys called me an asshole and said, we have to play O-Town songs. You or whatever. So anyway, so, so like, obviously we need to play this song or else the fans would be annoyed. So, um, so all or nothing, nothing. Right? uh yeah which uh my friend was very upset afterwards she's like oh i thought it was gonna be liquid dreams i was like i I don't think liquid dreams is appropriate for this well ryan cabrera did that those two songs so hand in hand with ryan cabrera (laughs) anyways all or nothing is a very good power ballad it's very summery type songs um so after all or nothing then eric started talking about eric and he was talking about when they joined the Pop 2000 tour. And the first time you met him, he had his keyboard out there and he kept going, like he kept making this like little like three note thing with the keys and he's like, it's nuts. And he just kept doing it. And then um, then he actually like started singing and he was like super impressed with Aaron and all this stuff. I don't know what the heck this means. Oh my God, my right autocorrect was not good ah. so then jacob said his first met was aaron was like yeah you know what i think to start off the show i'm gonna do a backflip and jacob's like yeah okay <laughs> yeah we all have those backflips back in the day i wish we're old <laughs> and then he's like then he started the show and aaron did like a backflip off of the drum thing like 10 feet in the air and he's like yep. okay i guess he's doing a backflip yeah. so, yeah, jacob <laughs> was very aaron. impressed by that yeah um so then eric started talking about children's mental health and um we addressed like all the parents in the room and stuff like that and it's like you have to pay attention to your kids yeah mm. um you need to be able to communicate them like yeah it's not cool to talk to your parents but like you need to be able to spot the signs and help them out and be a supportive parent and things yeah. like that so that's it's kind of talking about and then he's like well 
can't leave without, uh, we can't be at an, at an in-sync place without a member of in-sync, blah, blah, blah. So then, or playing an in-sync song. So then they started uh, with Bye Bye Bye. Mm. Which, oh, uh oh, did you cry? You should... Yes, I did cry. Oh, Again. yeah, yeah, but it was not as bad as that other time. Yeah. But it was okay. still like, and for those who have not listened to this podcast before, I get very emotional when O Town does Bye 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 for two reasons one, because it's always an InSync member is there. Yeah. It bothers me immensely that the InSync member is not there for the entire song, right? They come just on, come in at the very last chorus, do their little dance and stuff, whatever. And then it also makes me very emotional because as a big NSYNC fan in high school, seeing that makes me realize that NSYNC is never going to get back together. Yes. And I don't want to throw that into the universe. And maybe I'm wrong, but as of right now, it's not a thing of an NSYNC reunion. And that really depresses me because I would really enjoy seeing them all back together again. Yeah. So the fact that he can't even do a full song, I'm like, if he can't even do a full song, how are they going to do a two-hour concert, right? Like yeah. Which is my thing, but to I dig To be fair, the floodgates were already open. They were. Yeah, I was yeah. crying a yeah, lot already. True. At this point. And it's funny, because my friend Leslie gave me Kleenexes, but obviously they were on the my purse on the floor, so I'm just like, yeah. trying to like this record. This reminds me of when, like a chump, I was like, well, I'm not going to cry during the Backstreet Boys documentary. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Yes. And then, yeah. I cried a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I also I cried. cried. I as much, and I was going to crack a joke at one point. Kenny cried that one. Well, I cried. Yes. 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 Uh, we all, yeah, we cried at different times. Kenny cried at the Michael Jordan part because I guess that that resonates with men. This, I think I cried at like. I cried um, when Kevin was talking about his dad because yes. my dad passed yes. away as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very emotional documentary. But yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So because you learn how to say, can I have a full job in, in German? German. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely hard. Wow. No, nobody wow. cried. Wow. Everybody was like, <laughs> uh, Anyway. Okay. So, uh, bye 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 with Lance. So then he gets off the stage. Uh, so then AJ comes back. Ah. So mm. then AJ is talking about. And his this recovery. speech was beautiful and very sad. Like, really, like, hard as well. And it was like, it was interesting because I guess he didn't say it because earlier he just played his song and got off. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking, oh, AJ's probably weird. not going to talk about his recovery. Because I'm like, he's, he, he, if he understands, he's the if one. He, if it. anyone, AJ definitely knows what Aaron was going through. Yeah, so, yeah. so he was started talking about recovery and how he's been in and out of recovery for 25 years. Yeah. Uh, he said September 26th is his one year sober, which I was one just year? like, thinking i'm like oh i thought he was during like the pandemic and i was like oh interesting so then he said that he so i guess he went back on tour right yes so um then he said that he's a really good liar and manipulator and he's very introverted and he didn't want to talk to people uh he didn't want to work on himself he didn't whatever right so like like this speech is like really good you should uh, Mm, it's beautiful yeah Uh, talking about um now his emotion, so like being introverted and whatever, this didn't work. It did not help with his sobriety. He, that's why he just fell off the wagon again. Yeah. So he's like, his emotions are on the outside now. He said, as hard and painful as it is to wake up each day, he says, very hard and to re- to ask himself the questions like, am I a lovable person? Am I a good person? Am I capable of loving other people? Like he was saying a bunch of this stuff. And then he said, you can be sober and miserable. Yep. Mm. Never asked for help, and he didn't want to live like that. Yeah. Um. And he said that he originally he didn't ask for help because he had it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he was yeah. fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with him. Yeah. And he said his ego ran his life. Yep. Mm. 
And he said, and if my ego gets too big, it will end my life. Yeah. Mm. Right? And he's like, he's like, I don't have another relapse in me. Yeah. Mm. He's like, whereas of right now, like one in five people die of opioids and fentanyl overdoses. Yep. Mm. He's like, if I pick up a drink, sure, it'll be one drink today. Tomorrow it'll be two drinks. Yeah. Then three drinks. And then that will lead to cocaine up his nose again. Yep. Yep. So has he ever admitted that he was a coke addict? I feel like back in the day. I feel like I feel uh, like it was implied, but yeah, no. When he when he first went into recovery, like way back in like two thousand and one, um, they said it was for drug and alcohol use, and he talked about how he was given cocaine on the set of the call video, and that's when like this all started and blah blah blah. Wow. So yeah. Poor so he's guy. like, so you know, the dream he knows, and he knows that every time he falls off the wagon, it leads right back up to cocaine. And he mm. said, if I do that again, um, he said he's proud to here to celebrate his little brother Aaron. Uh, no, he said if he, he does, sorry, if he does the cocaine, he he will leave his children fatherless, and he will leave his wife a widow. Yeah. And he does not want that. Nope. Mm. He said he's proud to be here to celebrate his little brother Aaron. He got to watch him grow up. He said, he jumped on my back so many times. Um, he was always wanting to wrestle me. He's oh. like, I always let him win. Uh, and he's like, mental health is an, ep- is an epidemic. Uh, it's be- and yeah. now it's finally being talked about. Yes. Uh, he said, so I believe sometimes a tragedy has to happen to inspire other people. Yeah. And he's like, mm. don't be afraid to say anything. You need to reach out to people. Yep. You need to ask for help like there's no shame in asking for help he said i ask for help every day from mm-hmm. my sponsors from my wife from whatever he's like um he's like aaron's here he's looking down on us he's an all-around great guy and he's like good people do bad things but that does not make you a bad person that's a good quote so that was a good quote i really like that one yeah um so then after that he's like okay i'm gonna need like um nick and lance and jeff to come up on stage so, uh, so it was AJ, Nick, Lance, Jeff, uh, and then they started singing "Shape of My Heart." Ah. Uh, and then Eric joined them on stage mm. for "I Want It That Way." Uh, so then Nick was kind of talking again, and he was talking about how important this event is, the cause, and the message. And he was saying how uh, Aaron's his little brother, and no matter what, he's always going to love him. Mm. Um, and he thanked everyone for being there and stuff. And then, um, so then he was saying, he started that, crying a little bit too. Yes. Yeah. During so, that, yeah. Did start crying and so did everybody else again. Yeah, so, which is fair, which is fair. So um, so then he said, so their last song was gonna be a song that Aaron used to perform all the time. It was one of his favorite songs to perform. Um, so he called all of the musicians back on stage. Ryan Cabrera had his guitar, B. Howard was there, um, all of O Town, everybody. Jeff Timmons was already there, sorry. Uh so then they sang Imagine. Um, John Lennon. A good song. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, uh, then Angel came on stage and she kind of thanked everyone for coming and then uh, mentioned that the event raised over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's awesome, fantastic, and that's awesome. So yeah, so that was pretty much the event. Uh, Then it was kind of over at that point, and then it looked like it was a great event. Yeah, well, it was a good event, and then some people people stayed by a little bit later so they could sign. Uh, the book for prints and other stuff so we're kind of just yeah hang around so yeah so there you go so it was a very emotional evening wow um, but it was a really good event and i'm really glad that i ended up so, i'm glad you went yeah um, and for those of you who weren't able to go 
and also weren't able to do the live stream. I did record most of it. So if you want to just go to, sorry, our YouTube page. YouTube.com slash boybandbreak. And then the playlist is called Songs for Tomorrow, Aaron Carter Benefit Concert. Uh, so on there, I have all of them in order of when they occurred. So uh, the videos are all there. Again, it's like most of it. I might have cut off a little bit of intros and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, sorry that there's heads in the way. I'm very short. So <laughs> I feel like I got the gist of it. So yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So if you have not seen it and you would like to see it, I obviously give you the full rundown. But like some of those speeches were really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go check that out, please feel free to go do that. Um, And if you are looking to donate, the uh, organization is called onoursleeves.org. And they also have resources and things like that if you're going through that. So essentially, if you're going through any mental health struggles, if you're feeling like you're in a dark place, please reach out to people, your family, your friends, strangers on the internet, and ask for help. And, you know, they're... Yes, when you're in a dark space, you think it's going to be dark forever, but it's not. You can pull yourself out uh, if you want. So, yes, um, if you are ready and willing, people are there to help you. So. Yes, you are not a burden. You are loved. You may yes. be one person in the world, but to one person, you may be the world. Yes. Uh, if you're in Canada, we have Bell Let's Talk Day coming up. So they also have a lot. They support a lot of uh, mental health resources in Canada. Um, <laughs> Of programs and things like that so feel free to look that up as well yeah and there you go and you met you met lance as well right after the event okay so i was yes yeah. so um after the sorry sorry this was such a downer guys but after the event uh we were starving because we had not eaten mm-hmm. um since m- much earlier in the day mm-hmm. and where the um, heart we is literally across the street is rocco's we which is lance's like bar oh, nice. and mm-hmm. restaurant Wait, so he has a nightclub and a restaurant? Yes. So he had the the restaurant first, Uh, and then he bought the bar because that went out of business, so he bought it. Nice. So it's very convenient because then I was thinking, go there because obviously Lance is running this event. So we're like, maybe. Uh, And then I saw, while we were kind of like waiting around, we saw, I saw Trevor walk down the stairs with some of the people and walk across the street. So Mm. I was like, yes, I do believe the after party is going to be at Rocco's. So we ended up going to Rocco's um it's not huge it's not a big thing but it's like cute little like place and also we similar in size sit down because our feet i even though i was wearing my flip-flops my feet were hurting yeah my friend was wearing heels that hurt her when she put them on oh no so obviously six or however many hours later Oof. still painful so we yeah. went to go like sit and they have like all these like high top tables and stuff mm-hmm. and we noticed a few other fans like battery fans and things like that there so we just kind of like sat there and we're like you know what uh, we're like, is the bar even open? The guy brought us all waters and stuff, like without anybody asking. Nice. So I was like, okay, this is convenient. I'm like, but they had menus on the table. I'm like, are we allowed to order food or is the the thing closed? He's like, yeah, you can order it. So I was like, you know what? Kill two birds with one stone. You I wanted might to as well. So yeah. I just got a bunch of apps. So my friend got uh, zucchini fries, which were kind of weird. Yeah, they sound. It was just kind of wet. They're kind yeah. of like, I guess, deep fried pickles, but not really because they're zucchini and. Um, I ended up getting. I learned that if you if you cook zucchini, you have to scrape out the seeds. That's the best. Oh, way okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just doing a quick because it was good when I ate, and I just want to take a quick. Oh, you ate like a pear salad, didn't you, or something? Or was that that was somewhere else. Oh, that was somewhere else. Sorry. Okay, so I got 
veggie tacos. Yum. So it had like the slaw and stuff. It was like the um, the corn tort shells, and then they just had like a piece of avocado. Oh, that was alright. But it yum, was yum, very, yum. they were very delicious. It had the little lime. It was like you were getting like street tacos. Okay. So that was good. Yeah. Um. Oh God, I forgot. I also got a picture with like some the B Howard and the, oh, and I got a picture with Ryan Cabrera. Nice. I took a picture of his wife because I was like, oh, Sophia likes wrestling. But somebody else was talking to her, and then she had to leave, so I didn't get a picture with her. But Alexa Bliss. Alexa Whoa. Bliss. Uh, I got a picture. Sorry, I also forgot I got a picture with Lance. Aw, that's so nice. And then how could you forget? Michael. Look how cute me and Michael are. I don't You're not gonna see it. That is we're, very we're cute. We're gonna post it up on our socials. I'll post it up there. I saw I mean, the pictures. I tried to talk to him before. He was a little bit drunk, and he was talking to somebody else. So I didn't feel like bothering him. Yeah, yeah. So then he went to go order drinks, and I was like, you know what? Got to shoot my shot here because sorry, I forgot to mention how this place is set up. So it's like the main restaurant, but then off to the side, there's like a secondary private area. Ooh. So there's like a door that goes up, but there's also like fake grass that kind of goes around it. Okay. And it's like a little, so that's where like O-Town in them. Ah, okay. And then, uh, but then on the other side of us, there was a patio that had a glass wall. You can see the patio. So, and then there's like a back way to go around. So Lance and Michael actually came out through the back way and then went to go sit on the patio. Um, Michael and then Nick his... actually came oh, too. What? Michael is Michael, sorry, Michael is Lance's husband. Thank you. Uh, so then Nick also came out. Nice. Um, and AJ came. Nice. And Angel and her husband and yeah. some other people. And Trevor came. Obviously, I didn't take any pictures of that because that's creepy. And I'm like, enjoy your like after party thing. Okay. But uh, but when Michael came into the restaurant to go get some drinks, I was like, I went up to him and I was like, hey. I was like, really? I really, I'm like, can I get a picture? He's like, of course. He's a little drunk um but adorable and then i was like i love your podcast like it's so good he's like thanks and i'm like i listen to the other podcast like, oh, thanks so much I'm like i also have a podcast like, oh, yeah. so i'm like it's about boy bands i like, should check it out i was like you should so when i got a business card came back i'm like here it is there's the thing there so you go. God bless. pretty sure he's not going That's to okay. but i figured you know what whatever um so anyway so then i got these tacos and then i got and you did a video with trevor things. Uh, then I got these buffalo chicken empanadas, guys. I think she's saving that for later. So it was oh, okay. so good. And it was like, she said, you also got a video. Oh, yes. So, um, so Lance's mom makes these buffalo chicken empanadas. Cute. So it said like, Diane He makes recipe. her work? No, she came up with the idea. Oh. I guess it's like a childhood staple. So I got those. And then I also got like pretzels with cheese, but the cheese was like a nacho cheese, but the pretzels were huge. You got two big like eights. Um, so then Lance came out again. So I got another picture because the other one was blurry. This one is also blurry. Nah. And then I was like, whatever. And I was like, Lance, you're going to say like, this food is really good. He's like, thank you. I'm like, no, it's good. He's like, those are my mom's. I'm like, I know that's why I ordered them. Nah. He's like, they're so good. I was like, okay. Uh, so then at this point, most of them had left. Uh, I saw Jeff Timmons. So I went to go say bye, but he was getting into his car at that point. And the security guard's like, he's had a long day, whatever. Uh, I was like, okay, that's fine, whatever. So I was mad for about 10 seconds when I was like, this is a memorial. Don't be like ridiculous and stupid. So I was okay. like, whatever. So I came back. And then, um, so one of our Backstreet Boys friends came over, also very drunk. And she's like, O-Town's on the other side. I don't know them, but they're there. And I'm like, how are you on the other side? She's like, I don't know. You should come. I was like, okay. So we kind of like just walked because it looked like, because Eric had already left and whatever. So then we see Trevor and he's kind of like at the spot between like the the, grass. the good and the bad like not the, the, super the bad, good and the bad the private and the like okay. regular peeps there's only about 20 fans in the restaurant okay. so when I went to go see Jeff Timmons 
I ran out and then I tried to get back in. They're like, it's closed for a private event. I was like, my purse is in there and I ordered food. And the other security guard's like, no, she's already like, okay. So I got to go back in. Um, So anyway, so they were kind of clearing out. We had paid Uh, the guys like, I'm so sorry. I forgot your pretzel. You're going. Uh, The server, Michael was not Lance's husband, a different Michael. Lovely guy. He was so nice. He was really great. Uh, did a great job so anyway so he was there and then he gave me like some mac and cheese which i also had kind of wanted to try but he's like here i have an extra mac and cheese i was like okay Aww. he's like i'm gonna go get a takeout container so then i went to go eat it and i was like ah and he comes back he's like why are you eating it that's so hot i was like it's burning he's like no sorry. he's like it was bubbling like what are you doing i'm like i don't know i just wanted to try it and he's like okay and i'm not free to take it. i'm like okay so i ended up taking it was really funny so we're like okay we'll go say bye to trevor and then we'll leave so then he was there and i was also talking to o manager kyle Oh, sorry, I forgot. When um, Nick was leaving, he came out. But again, I also did not want to ask him for a picture because I thought that was weird and he's mourning his brother and stuff. But he had stopped by to like shake people's hands or whatever. And I was talking to Kyle and didn't notice that Nick was at the table. I was like, oh. So then he kind of like walked behind me and I'm like, you know, you did a really great job. Like, appreciate you. Like, I'd also run into him in the club as well. It's the same kind of basic thing. Like, he, like, you know, proud of you. You did so great. Really love the new song. And he's like, thank you. And then he kind of like, he did take a picture with one person and then they left. So then we went over to Trevor and then we were just like hanging out with Trevor and his manager and these two sync girls that we had met and these two Backstreet Boys girls that we knew ahead of time. And we were just kind of like shooting the shit until the bar closed. Okay. Um, so I got a couple more pictures with Trevor. And then um, my friend Leslie, her friend um, got, her um, flight got canceled. So she okay. wasn't able to come. Ah. So she got, she got Lance to record a quick video for the friend and then which is hilarious. He's like, Air Canada, boo. And then he got Trevor to record one. I was like, oh, I'm just standing here with Trevor. I should get Trevor to record a video for somebody. And I was like, who should I? Because he's already, we love Trevor on this podcast. He's we been on guess. it twice. So like, love you, Trevor. But I was like, I don't want him to be like, hey, boy band break, whatever. And I was like, oh, I forgot that my bestie's birthday was last week. Mm-hmm. And he's a huge Trevor fan. So I got him to record a, a little happy birthday message for him. Mm-hmm. So he did that. And then, yeah, so then, and then the celebrity side also closed and kicked mm. them out. So then at that point, I believe, I think it was maybe like 1.30 or 2 in the morning. So we're like, okay, we should probably go. So then we all kind of went our separate ways and stuff. But uh, we're trying to get O-Town to come to Canada. And we're like, Kyle, come on, let's do this. And then he's like, we're trying, but, you know, like, I was like, there's no vaccine things. Like, you can come and go as you please. But I guess it has a lot to do with, like, merchandise and, like, bringing it over the border. And you have to fill out all these customs forms. There's, it was, like, a lot of complicated things. But he said they're, they're working on it. So hopefully, he's like, obviously, we know we have a lot of fans in Canada. Yeah. So we are going to work Fingers on it. crossed. I was like, that's right, Kyle. Let's do this. So, anyways, it was good times. And then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Good job. Great event. Well done. Wow. So there you go. A little bonus content there. And you got the mangoes. And I stopped at the Santa Monica Pier, even though I was going to be late for my flight, but I figured I have no checked baggage. I can go a little bit late. Because Lydia has this obsession. When she thinks of LA, she's like, all of the streets have mango mango carts on every corner. I was like, they do not. And she's like, they do. And I'm like, okay. I've never been. Just so you know, in West Hollywood, there are no mango carts on the street corners everywhere. I did not see one at all on the drive. So I get to the Santa Monica Pier. I get out. I look to the right, and there's a fucking mango cart there. <laughs> not specifically mango. It's fruit in general, okay. just so you know. So I was like, oh, is this it? But I had looked it up online, and there was one in the pier. So I kind of went down to the pier, and I found it. They were just setting up. So I got uh, 
mango, yes. pineapple, and yicama. Is that how you say it? J I yicama with an H. J is pronounced H. Oh, jicama. So I had jicama. Think about how you say the word jalapeno. I have to say jalapeno. Okay, well, think about <laughs> how a normal person says jalapeno. <laughs> Okay, so we had that. So he made that, and he's like, "Do you want tahini?" And I was like, in my head, I was thinking Diane saying, "You hate tahini." And I was like, "Yes, I do." So then, and it had the what's that? Chamoy. Chamoy. So yeah. it was like, so there was no prices at all. So I was just like, Meh. I took out a twenty. I'm like, it can't possibly be more than twenty dollars. Mm. Mm. Uh, it was twelve. Okay. So I was like, but I was like, oh fuck, twelve dollars. But it was like a nice, like a big size container of yeah. this. I was like, okay, delicious. And I called Lydia, and she didn't answer. And then I saw my mom was like, hey, I'm like, look, I'm eating mango. And so then Lydia called back. So I was like, look at me. Out like of you here. found the mango. Eating the mango just in your honor, Lydia. So she's like, oh. Aww. Uh, and then it was posted on on uh, Facebook. Yeah. To yeah. share then, to the world. I was just like, I just want to put my feet in the water because two weeks prior, I was in Florida mm. on the East Coast. And mm. I was like, now I got to put my feet in the on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, but the stairs were closed. It was like crap. And then I found there was an exit on the other side, so I, so I was able to go down, even though there was birds there. I'm like, I don't care. Put my feet in the water, which was freezing, very cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote LA 2023 with 2023 is the word. Yes. Uh, with my toe, took picture, and then hiked up a hill with uh. Okay. I decided it'd be great to not bring a rolling luggage and to bring a backpack, which is a very stupid idea if you okay. put a lot of things because it was very heavy. Yeah. And I felt like I've actually like shrunk two inches ah! because of the weight of this backpack. Final decompression. Anyways, made it to the airport, made it home. My bestie did not pick me up on time what? because he was on the phone with his boyfriend. Ah! But he eventually came okay. uh, and bought me McDonald's to make up for the fact that he stranded me at the airport. For ah, There you go. And then I showed him He's like, did you get a video? I uh, have something for you. He's like, is it a video of Lance? I'm like, it's not a video of Lance. Like, pull your tits. And he's like, oh, is it? Is it from? I'm like, yes. And he's like, it's from Trevor. And he's like, yeah. So it's like, happy birthday to J to the O to the shh. And then he does like this whole thing. That's so cute. It was, very, it was very cute. And very Are you going to upload it to? I, it's already there. Oh, look at that. You can check it out on our YouTube page. And if your name is Josh and you're turning 40 this year, me and Trevor wish you a happy birthday. So enjoy. Feel free to send it. So, so nice. Yeah, God bless. It's a it's a vaguely non common name, I guess. It's like, I'm sure there's some Joshes around. There you go. Sure. Enjoy. Why not? God bless. Happy birthday. So happy uh, birthday. Yeah. So I guess that's about it. Do you guys have any questions or anything? Or that was very no. Thorough. I think you were very thorough. Lots of details. Fantastic oh, job. Yeah. And we're at an hour and a half. So I think thank you shorter so much, than Lydia. the benefit concert though, thank guys. You so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Like honestly, like yeah, it was it was amazing. I'm so glad that at least one of us got to go, and yes. Sophie yes. watched it. So that's good. Yes. Some Thanks of it, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for and Aaron. We love you very much. We love you, Aaron. Yes, we love you, Aaron. All right, want to wrap us up, D? I would be delighted. Uh, thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.